0: Uh, Hey, Heather. Hey, Matt. Hey. Hey, Nick. I think we're, I think this is going to be a good episode, but I admittedly, this topic is a little random. Yeah. It's random. A little random. Yeah. It's a little random. That's okay. Yeah. The internet likes random.
1: I mean, I'm sure I'll gripe about it later, but right now I'm down.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, it's, they're going to love it. Uh, Speaking of random, I mean, this is random, but I've been developing a little side project a little video game of my own.
2: Hey, look at you. That's you're, great.
0: Yeah.
1: Putting your you're dipping your toes back into the water. That's great, Nick.
0: Back That's into great. that world. Yeah. It's uh, a It's That's awesome. It's called uh it's Labor of Love. It's called uh, uh Big the Cat fucks a speedboat. And basically I mean it kind of is what it sounds like from the title. You know, you are the player character, our Big the Cat, and then there's a speedboat and you're just really going at it. Um and uh, every time you successfully fuck it, uh you get a pie. Which is also, you know, kind of random. I think in the spirit of the game. In fact, the type of pie is randomized. Sometimes it's lemon meringue. Sometimes it's a Dutch apple.
1: Nick, you're you're a wise man. Thank you. You're a, you're a wise man. Thank you. And I and I and I I believe in you. I know. I understand that you understand the world. Who d- is this game for?
2: Yeah, that's that's sort of my big question. Because Big the Cat. Yeah. You know, an ancillary character in the Sonic universe. I mean, ancillary is a little harsh, but go on. Well, doesn't have his own game is what I'm saying. Uh, not yet. <laughs> not till he gets his hands on that speedboat. And, like, I know he's, like, in, in Sonic Frontiers, mm-hmm. he's, like, he's fishing. So he's, like, water adjacent. I just don't know, like, I don't know if, like, Boat and Big the Cat is, like, this is my only problem with it is that I just don't, I think it could be something else. Yeah, actively not looking for notes. I'm telling you what the game is. I, yeah, I guess maybe just walk us through a couple yeah. other things that maybe Big the Cat. Uh,
0: uh the voice. Does. Uh, yeah, the, so the Big the Cat, you know, will obviously we're trying to get the original voice actor. Will TBD. Uh, the uh the voice of the boat. Um, the X Files star David Duchovny. So that'll be fun
1: boat the voice of the boat
0: yeah we I I go to the same gym as Duchovny and so I just uh you know I'll sometimes spot for him and
2: you must be the best spotter on earth that dude's fucking shredded he's jacked yeah he's fucking huge he's huge and now I'm a little more interested in the game actually because I like to know that a voice actor is jacked yeah and I know I know that to be true of Mr. Duchovny and he's like kind of like a Horny guy. It's also because yeah, it's a horny game. He's, he was in the Red Shoe Diaries, and you know what? Hey, it, it it's, again. This the whole
0: theme here is random. Yeah. Here's another thing that seems random. It's a text adventure. <laughs> what? There's no graphics. It's all text. It's a text adventure. Yeah. Okay. With with some voicing. Nick. Hmm.
1: I'm proud of you. It takes courage, wisdom, and power to see a vision like this through.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Thank you. We were being a little harsh before, but I think it's good that you made a a video game where it's a you have to read that big the cat from Sonic <laughs> fucks a boat, voiced uh-huh. by David Duchovny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's good. Well, we all agree it's good. I think that's a good
0: place to end things. Let's do a show. <laughs> We rank fictional video game three-dimensional objects via a fictional video game two-dimensional object as we craft our Triforce of Cubes, this week on Get Played.
1: Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, with my fellow host, Nick Weiger.
0: Nick Weiger. That's me. And I'm here with our third host, Matt Abadaka. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, everyone. And welcome back to Get Played, the premier video game podcast where we used to talk about and torture ourselves with bad games, but now we talk about anything we want. And generally speaking, it's like Nick or Matt saying, let's talk about this. And that's going to be that episode today. (laughs) Today, they said, hey, let's talk about this. And I said, what? And they said, let's talk about it. And I went, wait, what? What what are we talking about? And they said, that's the thing. So listener, get ready. You're in for a treat straight from the noggins of weiger and apodaca it's a special episode
0: but before really
1: we even before washing we
0: even, washing your hands of huh? the content of the episode preemptively i think this is going to be good i think this might I be one of our all-timers I think, I think it's going to be great i think it's you guys also are really, you, have in, you have input on the show you're allowed to pitch whatever you want we'll do your ideas that's We're, not we, true. All we, hear from, all we hear from you is, I true, don't dude. have time to do the podcast. <laughs>
1: that is not true. I have said for one year straight, come to my place and play 32X. And you guys, your uh, the light goes out of your eyes when I say it. And you look away and you say, oh, what's that sandwich over there? Or, uh, I, can, did you know where my wallet is? Like, it's all like a 32X. I'm good today. Do you want to do it today? 32X. Yeah, we can do it today. Instead,
2: what? We can do it today. You want to do it today? We could have done it today. Like, if we come over right now, you're not busy or anything? You, you got nothing else bluff? going on, right? You
1: need to call my bluff, huh? <laughs> you to come right over right now? Yeah, all right, motherfuckers. Why don't you come over right now? Right now. If Put down lucky, the podcast. She'll kill us. Hang up your
2: phones. I do think we should do it. I think, I think uh, it's a great idea. Because there's, there's another idea that we have that I won't spoil because I think it's a good idea. Um, that not that we don't want to be at your house all the time. I love being at your house, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we can kill two birds with one stone. Get two, yeah, episodes, there be two, from hang. two episodes from one hand. Two
1: episodes from in one day. And the truth is, there's a so much bullshit here that we could probably do three or four episodes. I could subject <laughs> you guys there? to Game and Watch for an hour, and you'll be like, okay, let's rank Game and Watch. Uh the least terrible one was Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, for when this happens, will Mary be there? Yeah, can we uh, hang out with Mary?
1: knives in my stomach <laughs> just ruthless and 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 unnecessary
2: and here's the thing i'm just being cheeky <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love everyone at your house mary uh, your dog every- <laughs> the crows <laughs> No, we'd love to oh. come over. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah. There, it's a logistical challenge different yes. from like, hey, there's no prep and we could just show up and talk about something, which is what we're right. doing today. We'll we figure can, it out. We'll offline well, about it and
1: we'll make it happen today. soon. There is prep because I had to look come up on. what the fuck you guys were talking about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to say, I think this idea is good. Nick pitched it a while ago and we yeah. didn't get to it. And I was like, I'm holding on to this for when we need something. Not that this was in case of emergency break glass situation, but I was like, I think now they're ready for it. I think they're ready for this huge idea. Came in handy in the in the clutch. Yes.
1: Look, look, I'll, I'll be I'll be transparent with the listener. I've been I've been asked to write a movie in 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 a few very short weeks from start to finish. Like yeah, she's adapting uh, it,
2: the O.J. novel. Uh, if I'm, I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And so my schedule has become extremely busy. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. It's fantastic. It's, what a what a joy. But it has put a uh it has put a crowbar into into what I thought was going to be a leisurely schedule as I as this I crowbar headed towards a hint my, as my to my what wedding. movie
0: she's writing.
1: Huh? No, I don't think Nothing. I'm allowed to say what movie I'm writing.
0: <laughs> it, well, she mentioned the, crowbar. O- yes,
1: OJ's self-financing a uh 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 a movie where he finds the guy?
2: Interesting. So it's like taken yeah. but with OJ, but he's yeah, yeah, Nordberg yeah. from the naked gun movies. Yeah. And yeah. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny.
0: He's funny in those movies.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, that's so that's yeah. that's the kind of that's why Nick's like, well, I'm not the busy one. I don't know, I don't know. It's been a fucking year. 32X. A year. Come over and play Star Wars Arcade. A year.
2: I'll come down. do it anytime. It I took, know Nick will get Nick, off of his hammock that he has set up between two palm trees on his little <laughs> island and he'll come over to your house.
1: It took Nick three months to get Matt and my gift Christmas gift for him.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: And the only reason he got it was was because I brought it to him. I was like, but okay, here you go.
0: In the studio, which is where I'm at, with Matt today. Yes. And Jordan. Jordan is here, does our engineering. That's true. And Heather? Somewhere else.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, f- just, get I her. Like the,
0: just I don't like the I don't
2: fucking li- get her. Uh, let me just say this:
0: <laughs> you started this. I want to. I want to <laughs> shitting on the
2: premise for our episode up top. <laughs> We're all friends, and we all like we each are. other. We really like it's each other. We're, We're just having lie. a laugh. You know how yeah. fun it is yeah. to just kind of take the piss yeah. with your pals it's for yeah. a little fun. bit. It's yeah. super fun. It is fun. And
1: and if you're if you're one of the Reddit Reddit commenters who is like. I can't stand Heather's tone. Mad and Nick are nice guys. Why should she got to be so mad at them? Know that I've been smiling this entire time.
2: And here's yeah. the thing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Smiling <laughs> as if I'm hitting my own kneecap with a hammer. Just over and over. <laughs> <laughs> smiling.
0: I, I love that we should go over to Heather's place and we should play some games and we should come up with some content. And then you guys should come over to my place and I'll show you some stuff.
1: Oh what? shit! There's. I was gonna cook for you guys. Remember that? That's
2: right. Pitch. Yes, that was the pitch that I was saying. Let's keep that un- under That's under freaking, wraps.
1: I think. I think I could tell the audience that I was gonna. Nick, I've got multiple video game cookbooks, and I was gonna cook recipes for multiple video game cookbooks, and we yes. were doing an episode. Like that sounds like a great episode. That sounds like a.
2: That's a home run. Nick, Nick wants just invited us to, come, us to his house.
1: Nick wants us to come to his place. Yeah, and I'm I'm down.
2: Great, like, I'm down simply because i don't believe him
0: <laughs> <laughs> can I, can we can we switch topics real quick and yeah. hey this could have been the episode i think this would have made you even more enraged uh, but a thing I've been getting in my YouTube algorithm—I don't know if this happened to either of you—I've mm-hmm. been getting these AI-generated presidential, the uh, presidential tier list videos, where basically it's, it's Obama, Biden, and Trump making tier lists of various franchises. And I've seen so many of these because they just started popping up in my algorithm like two weeks ago, and I just I click on all of them and I like all of them. But I I imagine some of our listeners are seeing the same thing. It it's can we just I, – I sent you a link, Matt. Can we just play some of this so you can get a sense of it? I think this is a, them making a Mario tier list. Yeah, here we go. All right, great. All right, you amateurs, let's rank the mainline Mario games. Bring it on, you pussies. All right, let's go <laughs> chronological and start with Super Mario Bros. Does anyone even play this game outside of speedrunning? Here we go with this shit again. Joe, it's old <laughs> as
2: shit and boring. I think it's a low C tier.
1: It's dog shit, Joe. Whoa, hold on, you dumbasses. This game is the classic Mario by which all others are measured. It takes here for that reason alone.
3: Joe, you dickhead. This game came out closer to World War II than to today. It's literally only good
0: for one type of speedrun, and there is no replayability. Get, Get your here. head out of your geriatric ass. This game is B tier at best.
1: Look at Mr. History Channel over here. Shut the fuck up, Donald. It's A tier quality. Wrong. Look, I don't think it's A tier, Joe. That's insane. I'm going to place it in B tier. I think that's stupid, but whatever. Wrong. Whatever. Let's move on. SMB2 is a pretty obvious thing.
3: tier. What is? We get it.
1: What is life, man? <laughs> it's that's truly, so fun.
0: It's truly insane, and it's you know, like look, look This is the fun before we get society collapse. of this, yeah. Yeah, it collapses. Because, yeah, collapses. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, this is. I, I was like, I'm shocked that I am actually entertained by this. This is fucking <laughs> yeah. great. It's great. But then I was like, oh man. We are one news cycle away from uh, it is has been unable to be determined whether Joe Biden was caught on a hot mic saying and then hear a quote. Yeah. Or whether this is an AI generated story and there have been no ability there's no independent verification capabilities yet created by the CIA or what like we're fucked until then. I did like I did like both Trump and Obama dunking on Biden. What good? That's So good funny! That's funny. excellent. Yeah, it's good. podcasting.
0: Uh, Obama also like he he seems to be the mediator role in all of these videos. A lot of them done by different creators, uh, and uh, it, but yeah, I watched a Zelda tier list, watch a Mario Kart tier list,
2: watch a Soulsborne tier list. They're all good. I've seen them on TikTok, like they're like squatting up in like yes, uh, like Call of Duty or whatever. It's and they're get, always getting mad because like. Biden's always playing, like, the wrong game or something. <laughs> it's also interesting
0: because there's, like, I've seen some that have, like, George W. Bush in them as well. And the W is never as good. And it's no. just like, oh, there just must not be as many hours of George W. Bush's voice
2: that's been archived and AI have been trained off of. Yeah, because, like, think about that, too. Like, I mean, he wasn't, like, a social media president. Right. Like, everybody else is sort of, like, on like more online than him. So you, I bet you, you could generate... um anyone. I mean, should we just AI generate one of our shows? There's probably enough hours there. We can just like do call it. that a day. Let's yeah. do it. Let's fucking do okay. it. <laughs>
0: Mine would sound too human
2: to be believable. <laughs> oh, and when Nick and I were walking outside, uh, we saw those two of those um delivery uh robots and yes. uh they both stopped and said what's up Nick <laughs> <laughs> they like knew him.
1: Speaking of robots that mm-hmm. uh I, I shared a trailer or a, a gameplay video uh with you guys which I can just talk about or we can watch and, and talk about as as you guys are watching it. It's for the upcoming RoboCop game. This is from uh, Taeyon, uh and looks just like the movie. I mean, just yeah. looks like fucking RoboCop. The problem is you enter this first person perspective in the game. Yeah. And you are playing as RoboCop. All to the ground. And it is immediately uncomfortable. Like you are walking around as a emotionless police officer in a dystopia that doesn't, no longer looks like, a cat. unlike our world. Right. Yeah. And eventually you are just killing people.
0: Like you're, you just start just killing. I will take care of.
1: Like there are drugs in the basement? I'll take care of that. He goes down to the basement I I and then fucking just starts executing potential criminals. Right. And it no it's not. It's no it's no good, guys. It made me so uncomfortable and I love violence.
0: That's all. the it, um, yeah, the, the the power dynamic at play of just being law enforcement is it it makes it feel like extra grim as you're mowing everyone down. You're not an underdog. You're the you're an unstoppable killing machine uh, who works on behalf of the authoritarian state. I think yeah. it looks awesome. Just it does <laughs> look awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when you when you mentioned it being in first person, which I understand that choice for a lot of reasons, especially if it's primarily gunplay. And, you know, you get to see you get to see the HUD. You get to live the RoboCop HUD, which is uh, featured so prominently in the films. By the way, I saw RoboCop one in theaters uh, late last year at a rep screening and time of my fucking life. I've never Audience seen so it. Fucking hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's this is it's like it's an all timer for me. It's such a great. I have to, have to watch, watch it. it. Holds up so much. Feels so prescient. But anyway. For me, seeing in first person, is like, I just want to see fucking RoboCop. This feels like a game with a third person perspective. It's such a cool character design. Let's see more of it.
1: I think the problem is, is that they had to put it in first person because he he cannot move fast enough for it to make sense.
0: Mm, interesting. Like his
1: walk cycle wouldn't make any sense because we know how RoboCop moves and it's like chunk, 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 ka chunk. But everybody else would be moving at human speed.
0: So yeah, you no, have to
1: put it in first person to like cheat that problem.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand why why they they might have de- decided on that from a design perspective, but I I miss seeing the guy. Yeah, yeah, I I'm sure say. you'll see him in cutscenes. Sure,
1: Murphy. The name's <laughs> Murphy.
0: <laughs> Wife showering,
1: <laughs> old
0: house empty. <laughs> what am I?
1: <laughs> Robopod. <Rubble>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we have a, a great topic we're going to get to.
2: Great Probably the best topic,
0: topic we've ever had. Yeah. Great topic one we're going to get to in One a of the,
1: I mean, legendary status. <laughs> in the Triforce of Episodes, this one is the the Triforce of Power.
0: Barack you dipshit, this episode is easily easily S tier. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? This is B tier, for sure. <laughs> I could have watched the entire rest of that video. It, uh, I, like, I watched, I watched the Pokemon one, and like I, I laughed so much. And then like there was another that was posted like two weeks ago, and then like last week the guy, the, the whoever created it, posted a part two because he's like, I wasn't expecting this to blow up, and people wanted more, so here's part two. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're gonna get to this 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 S tier topic in one second, but first I have to ask everyone, what are you playing?
1: Man, that is such a weird, yeah, space.
0: I yeah, I he's mean, okay. we. Yeah, the Resident Evil merchant would come in here usually and tee that up, and we just haven't heard from. Yeah, him. he kind of just, you he know, just disappeared.
1: It's also um, strange because I feel like it was hitting a pop culture saturation point. Like there were references to that segment in in on other websites and yeah. and, and blogs. Uh, there's now t-shirts. That say, yeah. "What are you buying?" Not from us. Not from
2: us. From Which from was other a, people a, who
1: are just hopping a, on that bandwagon.
2: I think maybe of a, a, a big mistake, maybe on uh, whoever produces the show. <laughs> <then. laughs> uh well, look, I, I,
0: I don't want to like say we're replacing the Resident Evil merchant, and I know we can't really fill that void completely. You know, he he was maybe more trouble than he was worth, which is partly why he's been exercised. But I was thinking about what we could use for this segment. And actually, Matt, if you want to get the door, I, I got us another video game celebrity. Oh, sure. Uh, who we could just maybe just try out today and see how he, if it works. So okay. yeah, sure. you want to let him in? Yeah, I'll let him in. Wow. Okay, yeah. And, and you can just put your yeah, put the headphones on. Great.
2: Hey, it's me, Bubsy. Did I mention I don't like heights?
0: You know me, Bubsy, the beloved platform character from uh, my games, Bubsy: Claws Encounters of the Furred Kind, and of course, Bubsy 2 and Bubsy in Fractured Furry Tales. Everyone loves me.
2: Hey um, hey Bubsy. Yeah. We won't be needing you today. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Bubsy. That was we'll, we'll be in touch.
2: Yeah. Go for Baroque.
0: That's one of my catchphrases. What?
1: (laughs) But his. It doesn't make any sense. Why? There's no. Yeah, I don't reference that art style.
2: Go ahead. Make my day. Does he say
0: that? Well, it worked for Clint. What? (laughs) I say both those things.
2: Uh. (laughs) Ah, listen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. We've we're I'm open to having somebody else do um, the what are you playing?" thing for sure. For sure. Um, I don't think and this is no disrespect to you, Bubsy. um, I hate to do this in front of you, actually. uh, Mm -hmm. It's like it's not really how like the creative process goes. You know, Uh, I've been on the other side of this as well. Like, you know, like auditioning and stuff. And it's it's tough when they give you feedback right to your face. Um, I don't know if we need to go with the first guy that comes in, you know. I think it could be like a sort of like it could be an audition process rather than just like trying to fill a void right away. OK, well, but it's not that not to say you didn't get it. We might ask yeah. you to do this. Uh, I yeah, I
0: only regret I have but nine lives to give. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll I'll go and uh, well, on my way out the door. What are you playing? From Bubsy, because Bubsy asking, "What are you playing?"
2: Okay, uh, thank you, Bubsy. Um, thank you, Bubsy. And you know, thank if you. you. Want to maybe contextualize those nine lives a little bit? Might I recommend Puss in Boots in the Last Wish? Oh man, now that's a great cat franchise. That's I wish Puss in Boots can do it. He's not really. Like we a got Puss in Boots in here. That'd be great. <laughs> There's a Shrek video game. Oh yeah, if he makes an appearance. He's. I think he's a playable character. Yeah, in, in you know, in like the Shrek sort of like beat 'em up uh, games. Yeah. Um. Who wants to go first? Heather? Uh, yeah, go I, ahead, Heather.
1: Yeah, I think I should go first because I, I have very, very little to say. Um, I haven't been able to... I've, I've done a little bit more racing in PSVR. Mm-hmm, I'm, wow. Uh, thanks to our Discord, I am assembling a sort of shopping list for the steering wheel that I'm going to get because I want to really be immersed in the racing experience, the smoothness of life. Maybe I'll even race next to a cup of coffee so that when I'm in the Gran Turismo Cafe, I can sip that coffee. That's cool. In, <clears throat> in Fortnite news, um, this week marks, as a record, marks the end of the season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the Shockwave Hammer has been vaulted. There have been trailers released for the upcoming season of the game, which will incorporate a Neo-Tokyo-style uh. Blade Runner City with neon lights and new samurai sword mechanics Wow! and uh, a bunch of new characters. There's also going to be a Star Wars uh, event where the lightsabers come back. And as we all know, I love putting on that Kylo Ren skin and charging at people while wielding a lightsaber. It yeah, is hell yeah. one of the great joys. Um, I just want to say thank you. To the incredible Get Played Battle Bus Discord community. I now have more than a hundred people on my fucking friends list. Wow. My epic friends list. And it is because of the organization of a few members on that Discord. uh, And... Every time I get 20 minutes to play, the chances of me playing with some of our listeners is really high and I'm really really grateful for that. It's been awesome. I can't wait till to see what the next season holds and to the the haters who can't fucking stand me talking about Fortnite. Uh I, Oh well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry you don't like Two seconds or, you know, two minutes on in a fucking free show. Um, yeah,
1: especially on a game that cha- like I'm talking about shit that's cha- it's not like I'm just like, oh, I dropped on the same house and I shot the same guys right. over and over again. Every week the game is changing. like yeah. they're adding shit constantly. So it's it's a it's a real pleasure. And I think a model of future video games like this is what they wanted Valhalla Ubisoft wanted Valhalla to be this where it's Mm -hmm. constant events and, and like upgrades, but they don't have the um, narrative capacity to incorporate random, crazy bullshit. Aaron Yeager from attack on Titan is going to be in the next season of Fortnite along with Titans potentially.
0: That's fucking cool. Like they're going to add a grappling
1: mechanic for a short amount of time. All this stuff is just stuff I've, I've seen leaked on, on Twitter. It's, like, why wouldn't you play it the every game? I love yeah. mayonnaise,
2: I love mayonnaise, too, yeah, I mean I you like to hear me say a bad word about mayonnaise. well, uh, yeah, yes. you know you eat it by the handful, but <laughs> i I like it at a normal amount, <laughs> yeah yeah
0: great the, the, it's it's also what you to what you were just saying, Heather, so many games have are are continuing to emulate this, and have also tried to emulate this, and we've seen things like with Halo Infinite or. You know, Avengers, the Square Enix Avengers game—I forget what the subtitle was. It's like the those were, the failings of those is that it's just like they they have like kind of a they can't they have limitations within the worlds that they've established yeah. or the world that they've licensed, yeah. you know. Versus like Fortnite, they can do whatever, and it's just the the I, the whole thing of it is it's it's is it doesn't make any sense at Fortnite
1: all. Fortnite is the Kingdom Hearts of shooters, like it's a bunch yes. of shit that should not <laughs> go together and does and it's and it's delightful mm-hmm. as a result. Yeah. Like the terminator should never be pointing a gun at the head of Goku. Yeah. <laughs> but there he is. Ariana Grande should never be hiding in in a shrub from LeBron yeah. James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you assholes, let's go ahead and rake all the weapons from Fortnite. <laughs> Donald, you idiot. The red eye ass- assault rifle is S tier for sure.
2: <laughs> we talking in a flat, unnaturally flat tone. That's so, yeah. Makes it y- funnier. Yeah. Yeah, very different for you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what are you Jesus. playing? Uh, I'm still in uh, Pokemon Black wow. uh, World on my Steam Deck, and I'm absolutely loving it. I encountered a, sh- a, a Trubbish in battle the other day, Nicely Heather, done. and I was going to take a picture of my screen of my screen uh, of my uh, Steam Deck, uh, but I decided it was too late at night to to bother you with such a thing. Um, I mean,
1: I, I keep my but, shit on DND when uh when I'm sleeping.
2: Oh, that's nice. Uh, Well, now that I know that
1: yeah, you can you can text get ready for all, 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 night all these long. crazy late
2: night texts. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. wake up
1: at, at five thirty in the morning as one does. And, yeah. uh, mm. and I'll immediately see that I have 30 messages from you guys and I'll make my morning.
2: Oh, wow. Great. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll start popping off in the late night. Um, but I've been doing that and I'm really, really loving that. I'm taking my time with it though, just cause I'm in, I'm in sort of a zone where I'm just bouncing between a bunch of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I got, um, I'm, I'm playing our, we play you play game, which I don't think we, uh, said at the top I of the to show. meant to say that up top of the yeah. show. This month's We Play,
0: You Play is Metroid Prime Remastered coming Monday, March
2: 27th. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder. I'm playing that and, and, you know, I'll have more to say about that. But I have two big updates. First update was that I had to return a couple of things on, uh, on Amazon. So I had an Amazon credit that I was that I didn't know what to do with. Is this mm.
1: another opportunity for you to shit on Sonic Frontiers? Is that what this is? Is that what you're teeing up?
2: No, I that that credit's long gone. <laughs> I <laughs> I returned that and uh and got credit for it. Um but I had credit uh that I was like, what do I do with this? So I don't know if I need anything. I saw that Persona 5 Royal for Switch was like on sale. Mm. It was like 40 bucks. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I was playing it on Game Pass on on my Steam Deck. But I was like, ah, I have this OLED Switch and I was only 40 hours into it. I double dipped, baby. I wow. got it. Yeah. And I started it again. Alpha move. And I'm playing that again just like in little spurts. I'm not in a rush, you know, yeah. cuz I've already I've experienced quite a bit of it. I'm not in a rush to finish this thing. I forgot how fun the beginning of the game... It's so good. because like you don't, you don't spend a lot of time in the beginning of the game because uh, it's like, you know, it's just the beginning, but I had I'd experienced it already, and by the time we talked about it, I had been, yeah, like 40, you know, almost 50 hours into it. It's delightful. It's so great. Just like when you're meeting all these characters for the first time and stuff, it's just, it, it rules. It's so, so good, and it looks great on the on the OLED Switch. Uh, and I I also double-dipped for something on Steam Deck because this was the lowest price I've seen it at. And it was uh Red Dead Redemption 2. And that's maybe one of my all-time favorite just games. I love it so much. And it, it, it yeah. like when
0: it goes on sale, I imagine you bought it through the Steam Store, playing it on Steam I did, Deck. Yeah, yeah. When, it, when it's gone on Steam sale, it's been like it, it, it gets like ten bucks off, maybe twenty bucks off. But I saw yeah. it like I think it was like for it was like nineteen dollars. That's what, it's yeah. the cheapest I've
2: ever seen it. Yeah, so that's what I was like. Okay, now it's now I'll double dip. I had th- yeah. I thought about it previously because I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have this on Steam Deck just to have just, just to have this as a portable option. I don't know how portable it is because I think you have to be logged into the. um the fucking uh rockstar launcher or whatever um but i'm not sure yeah i'm not sure if you have to be constantly online to be playing it but it was too good of a deal to pass up it took all day to install to my steam deck (laughs) because it's such a huge it's a massive game 100, 100, 100 almost 130 gigs um taking up the remaining space on my steam deck and um it took forever, and I finally was like, "I got a hardwire uh, connection into my router, and it still from there took almost three hours to complete." Wow! wow. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, getting getting on horseback, maybe picking up some bounties, and just letting just letting my, I guess my freak flag f- fly, <laughs> and uh, being a cowboy. I love being a cowboy. Yeehaw! Giddy up! Yeah, etc. Cowboy playing a, great a cowboy genre. game always yeah.
1: makes me hungry.
2: Mm. You like stew, you like huh? Stew, you like stew,
1: bacon on a on a cast iron pan.
2: I love stew. Oof. I'm big on beans. Yeah, all big of it. Cowboys food's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's all yeah. Because think about it. I mean, they're often they're hunting, right? So it's like they're gonna eat whatever they're hunting, and it's gonna be good. Those cowboys know how to eat, and I I, I commend them for it. Yeah. But Nick, what are you? Planning? I wait Thank before we asking, before man.
1: we move on. Uh-huh. One of the most shocking like statistics about the wild west and old west to me is that like it maybe lasted 20 years
2: yeah like that is interesting not to think a long, about. Not a long yeah like time, no. it's
1: it's like 2002 to now Yeah, is like the period of time when you might be you might you might be in the old west
2: yeah so, well that's what i loved about the first Red Dead Redemption was that, like, you get to, like, sort of, like, toward the end of the game, and you just see, like, a fucking car, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on here? <laughs> it's not like a, you know, new car, but it's, like, one of the first cars, and you're just sort of like, I've been driving around on a fucking horse this whole time. They've been cars? Yeah. Further away?
0: Yeah. The, yeah, so it's it's basically, like, the 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 Wild West lasted for as long as, like, the the run of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's like a very strangely short amount <laughs> yeah, of time. I've, yeah, I, I just
1: looked it up. The archetypical old West period is cited by historians to have occurred between the end of the civil war in 1865 and the 1890 U.S. census. So wow. like, that's like the iconic old West period. And that's 25 years.
0: A quarter century. Yeah.
1: That's nothing.
0: Let's bring it back. Yeah. Let's br- wait, what? Let's bring it back. <laughs> Let's bring it back. <laughs> okay. It, it's coming back. Why not? We'll come back. <sighs> uh I I pl- I've been playing a couple of things. First of all, I'll just touch on Sekiro again. Uh I I've I've been reading some books on like I love self-help books. It's one of my indulgences. It's yeah. like it's they are for me what like trashy romance novels are for some other people. I know they're not really like all that helpful, but I just like I, I enjoy reading them. And Uh, I've read a few that there's there's this new movement and like kind of like an anti productivity sort of approach to self-help, which is that we become so productivity is like obsessed that there's now like a like a, you know, an emphasis on just like fucking just take the days as they come. Don't feel like you have to schedule out every hour you have and just do whatever the fuck you want. Do it. Do something that's fun for you. But one thing that I did pick up that I did find useful is if it's something that you you enjoy doing or want to do instead of giving yourself like a, or like a skill you want to work on, instead of giving yourself like a target amount of time to do for a minimum, mm-hmm. uh, have a target amount of time to do as a maximum. And that like, in and of itself, that like restriction is kind of freeing and means that you can kind of like, like whatever, you don't feel like you have to hit a goal. Rather, you feel like, okay, I have like this little window of time that is set aside for this thing. And I've been doing this with Sekiro because it is a game that is like, you know, it can be can be i am I I I yeah, I I'm a, I'm a very I'm a I'm a patient gamer, I'm a persistent gamer, but you know, it is still a game that can be frustrating. So I just kind of give myself like 1 hour per day to play this game. And you know, however far I make it, that's that's kind of uh, where I call it quits. And it's been working really well for this. And I feel like I'm making steady progress and sometimes I'm like, "Oh wow, I did pretty I did pretty well in that hour." Anyway, some observations I've had as I've been playing more of this game. Too many shinobi prosthetics. Some of them, I feel like you just... They don't really have their place, or they're too specialized, they're too situational. I, I, You know, not to give not to give from a note, but I just... I kind of feel like uh, Umbrella's cool, uh, you know, Shurikens are cool, but, you know, some of the stuff we just... It's, it's just too much. But one thing that I realize is, like, in terms of what, why does this game feel so differently than Dark Souls or Elden Ring? Uh, and obviously the emphasis on parrying is approach to dodging is a huge part of it. But... I I don't know why it took me so long for for me to zero in on this. No stamina bar. There's no stamina. Oh, and so yeah, you can just run as much as you want. You can you feel you're, you're, feel free to flee and dash around, and it does make you when you embrace that when you embrace it like, hey, I can just sort of, you know, there, there's there's a thing that's like stamina, which is posture, but that comes from from you know mistiming deflections or from taking block damage basically uh your, your posture can have ultimately be staggered but stamina in the sense of just like you just get exhausted from normal actions that doesn't really exist and and that also in terms of letting yourself escape from battle it also lets you just relentlessly pursue opponents which sometimes is a way if you're doing that you can really uh beat the shit out of somebody which is very satisfying so yeah when i just kind of crystallize like oh yeah there's no stamina bar I, I don't know why it took me so long to to just make that very simple observation um uh, a thing I do really like. Another thing, and this is this is a, a, an early an early game thing that you learn and that you kind of use throughout. But it's a thing I really like, and it's a mechanic I haven't really seen in the same sort of way in too many other games. You wall, you can wall jump in sh- in Sekiro, but you don't have to change directions. It's not like you, you usually when you when you wall jump off of a surface and in, in a you know traditionally it's orthogonal. You go in the like the opposite direction, mm-hmm. and you can like you know kind of jump between things. Uh, And this game does have that, but also you can jump towards a wall uh, and then use your motion. It's very uh, unnatural physically, but who gives a shit because it it plays great Mm -hmm. uh, just to propel yourself directly upward. So I I do really like that. and I do really appreciate the choices they made. I don't know. It's it's a fucking extremely fun game um, and extremely satisfying, and I'm just chipping away at it an hour a day. Uh, This other game I played on stream. Late Shift, this is an FMV game developed by or published by Wales Interactive, who does a lot of these. Walsh developer, obviously. I thought this was a lot of fun to stream. Uh, It's got really impressive production values. For, for, you know, an FMV game, like just, it's, it's just kind of like, oh, wow, some time has passed and they really have some budgets for these things. Pretty good acting. I think the writing is a little uh, t- too, uh, trying too hard to be Guy Ritchie, mm. but it's, but it's basically like, you know, it's a British heist. Yeah. Uh, or a uh, Welsh, you know, whatever. It's a, it's a Welsh like sort of heist scenario where you're a parking valet. Your player character is a parking valet and then you get, you know, kind of, um, Uh, looped into inadvertently looped into carrying out a heist for an artifact uh, and the narrative just proceeds through there. And you've got all these sorts of choices that you make and that's what makes it uh, at all interactive. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I will. I just will say like there's a thing. I think a lot of it comes from telltale games where critical choices are like there's a timer Mm -hmm. and I kind of just feel like these games. I don't know. I'd like to have a a a toggle to turn the timer off or, yeah. or maybe just some Twitch integration where there was no time restraint on the choices and, like, the chat could vote. Because, I mean, that would be fun for something like this. Um, that said, I don't know. I don't know why I like I like F&B games. They're, they're just, like, it's 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 the least interactive a game can be, I guess, outside of a visual novel. But I still kind of find them very engaging. And I did this one was a lot of fun. I'll play more from Wales Interactive. They can be
2: pretty fun. I really liked when we did – I think I liked it. I think her story was interesting, right? Like – uh, and yeah, although her story has a lot yeah. more gameplay than
0: this, this yes. is like a basically a, a this is basically a choose your own adventure book, like her,
2: Bandersnatch or something. Yeah, exactly. Which I enjoyed also very much like Bandersnatch. Yeah.
0: Her story is like you're like actually you know yeah. going through Eclipse. You're kind of behaving like an like an archivist.
2: I was hoping that because I'd seen Late Shift and have sort of like had it on my radar a little bit, like just in case I was like, oh, like maybe we should do that. <laughs> uh, you know, on the show one time, uh, I thought it was going to be about. The Letterman J. Leno thing. I would have loved that. <laughs> I would have
0: loved a scenario where you have to hide in a closet during an NBC <laughs> meeting as Leno.
2: Man, they're talking about a uh, Letterman in there. <laughs> uh, his, his uh, he throws so many pencils. The pencil budget's going to be through the roof. <laughs> Hire me. I don't do that.
0: Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Little Secarell, a light shift.
2: And there we go. Should we get into the topic of the day? I think so. I think we're ready for it. It's time to go. They're, you know, they're fucking losing their minds ready for it. <laughs> Triforce of Cubes. <laughs> yes.
0: It's a good topic. This is a good topic. Look, a cube, a very common object in video games. Uh, it's it's, a ve- it's It's there in a lot of different contexts. And you know, we're gonna we have this triforce of format we do where we pick the triforces of courage, power, and wisdom in a given category this time. It's all things cubes.
1: I think I think it should be pointed out that the way this was pitched was that Nick conference called us at three in the morning one day. Uh Uh-huh. And I have my D and D set so that on on multiple call like it'll go through. Yeah. So I pick up on the second ring. Appadaka, I hear Apodaca going, Nick, you, you okay? And Nick just goes Triforce of Cubes
2: and hangs up. Mm-hmm. And he like sounded wet. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't remember how we do the Triforces, because it's been a little bit, we haven't done it in a little while. Mm-hmm. We're going to be f- completing the Triforce in each piece, courage, wisdom, and power. And we're going to be... Not drafting, but uh selecting um different cubes from video games that satisfy each piece of the triforce and be- uh but who wants who wants to go first is the is the real question
0: uh I can start
2: hmm interesting I mean I don't have to <laughs> no, I think that's fair I think here's the thing it's your it's this was your idea yeah, and yeah. when somebody calls their shot. Like that, like you just did right now. Yeah, you gotta respect it, and I think you should go first. Yeah,
0: look, Heather was Heather was talking D and D earlier in the context of Do Not Disturb. You we were saying I was maybe wet. Let's talk about D and D in the context of D and D Dungeons and Dragons, and a cube that is wet—the gelatinous cube. Wow, the monster from D and D that has been you know, appeared to a lot of different. Uh, examples of the franchise, you know, maybe you, play it, uh, uh, PNP, obviously, or maybe it might appear if you're playing a hack-and-slash game like a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. But you know what? That cube is ooey-gooey, and it's scary, and it fits my Triforce of Courage for that reason because if you're going up against it, it might trap you inside of its gelatinous cube-like form, and you're just stuck there. So you better have some fucking... Cajones, you're going to go up against one of these
1: things. (laughs) I have here in my hole uh, Mm -hmm. a first edition. First edition? Certainly one of the first editions. This is a 1981, so not a first edition. Wait. First printing. Wow. (laughs) Oh, I have a first edition Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons rulebook. Of course
3: you do. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit!
2: <laughs> Wait, what? Well, what would that be because the I'm seeing here that the original edition of Dungeons and Dragons was released in 1974. Yeah,
1: that's um, that's previous edition edited by. So this is by Gary Gyg- Gygax and Dave Arneson, edited by Tom mold. Moldvay, previous edition edited by J. Eric Holmes, 1974, 1978, 1981. Uh, TSR Hobbies basic rule set. I th- but it says first printing, January 1981. So it mm. must be the first printing that TSR did of the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. Mm. It's a br- it's a beautiful red
0: It looks, I love it. Pamphlet. Cool art in the front.
1: But I'm going to read... Uh, because I was like, I wonder if gelatinous cube has been there since the beginning, and sure enough, here it is in oh, the yeah. monster's description, also, I just turned around and reached in the,
2: uh, on that was bookshelf. yeah, that was the thing that if you're <laughs> listening, you didn't understand. <laughs> Heather just turned around, barely searched, yeah, and grabbed it off her shelf
0: <laughs> as close to her as my cup of tea is to me,
2: yeah, gelatinous
1: cube, these monsters are made of a clear jelly and are shaped like cubes about ten feet on each side due to their near transparency. They surprise on a roll of one to four or one D six. They move through the rooms and corridors of dungeons, sweeping the halls clean of all living and dead material in the process. They may pick up items. They can't dissolve such as gold pieces and gems though. They usually eat carrion. They will attack any living creature. They encounter encounter inflicting 2d4 points of damage. Each successful hit will paralyze the victim unless a saving throw versus paralysis is made. Any attacks on paralyzed victim will automatically hit. A gelatinous cube may be harmed by fire and weapons, but not by cold and lightning.
0: Yeah, it's got some tough immunities. It's dangerous. I'd be scared of that thing. So you better have some courage.
1: I don't know what this edition is, but it's pretty neat. It is, it is neat.
0: pretty neat. I
2: like that it's got the uh, three-hole punch there, and if you want to put that into <laughs> a binder, like a real nerd. I hear gelatinous cube, and I'm thinking... Delicious! I love
0: Jello. That's the other thing because your association with it in the real world is yeah. like, hey, I can have some gelatin, but you know, you don't want to run to the gelatinous cube. I probably haven't had Jello in, in... twenty years. I used to have it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it at all anymore. I
1: got it pretty recently.
0: <laughs> Did you love it?
1: A Jello cup? Yeah, it's
0: great. Uh, oh. where, was it, was it actual Jello or was it a pudding cup it's, that was Jello branded? It
1: was a wait Jello branded Jello cup.
2: Wow, okay. What was the flavor? I gotta know more about this. The cup of jello? I'm gonna guess lime. Yeah. Cherry.
0: Oh, cherry, sure. Classic. That's
2: that's incredible.
0: I wonder if there will be a gelatinous cube in the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I wonder if they'll have a joke about it tasting like cherries or something.
1: I've just I've just looked this book up on on eBay uh-huh. and it is not worth that much money throw it away. It's only worth like 35 bucks. It it's trash. not like, it's not like I've, I turned around and found a thousand yeah. dollar book.
2: No, but that is. And so what I'm saying here is it has no business even being in your garage. <laughs> toss it in the fucking trash. Apparently it came with three priceless hole heirlooms only
1: it, it. Cause the one that's on eBay has yeah. three hole punches already built in.
2: It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That is cool. Uh, all right, that's
0: my first pick. Who wants to go next? And that was the Triforce of, Triforce courage. of courage.
1: Courage. I'll go. Well, Courage, and I don't. I hope neither of you chose this because I'll feel guilty. Because there, I don't think there are that many cubes.
0: I disagree, but keep going. But keep when going. I heard we could do a part you know, two
1: Triforce <laughs> of cubes, I uh-huh. thought the GameCube itself, one of the most courageous design decisions made. Wow. In Video gaming history. Second only to, I think, the Wii and the Virtual Boy. Because we were in a generation where the PlayStation 2 had already been released. It could play DVDs. And Nintendo was like, nope, we are following into in the metaphorical, allegorical path of the cartridge. And we are going to create a disc that you cannot like burn so that people can't, just drop these little, you can't just buy these mini discs. And they released a cube, and everyone was like, What the fuck is this? And yet the GameCube did not fail. Mario Kart Double Dash, Resident Evil 4, Smash Brothers, all on this fucking cube. And then my personal favorite, the Game Boy Advance add on which you could snap into the bottom of the GameCube, allowing it to retain its shape as a cube, just a larger cube. So you made the cube bigger, and then you could put Game Boy Advance games in it and play them on your TV. I love the GameCube. And um, that's my that's my Triforce of Courage choice for Triforce of Cubes is GameCube.
0: Uh, I love this pick. This actually was going to be my Triforce of Power for... My entries, but that's okay. I have a backup. But, I, but one thing I did pull up for this, and Matt, if we can play this, is the uh, GameCube startup sound, which prominently features a cube. Is that the best one ever? Has there been a better startup sound? I don't yes. think so. I think it's, it's number one. There have been. We've had a we whole do, episode we did, we about didn't We did an episode about this, but I still think this is the best one.
1: It's a you, great. What do you like? Do you, like the,
0: you like the original PlayStation three startup sound? What was your pick? Oh I my forget. God,
1: I love that sound. That's so, yeah. uh, it's so audacious. It's the, the it, hubris of it's it. It's the yeah. Lydia tar of startup sounds. It is a, <laughs> yeah. a fucking crazy choice. <laughs> but I think that the the absolute best is still the original PlayStation. It's fucking. It's so good. It's a good
0: one. It's a good one. The uh the, the other thing I was going to say about the Nintendo GameCube is that there was a game on the GameCube, which I haven't played, but I remember and I look I I looked it up called Cubivore. And Cubivore, a Cube game on the GameCube, is the most expensive GameCube game you can find on secondary markets. Holy so, shit. It, it sells for five hundred dollars plus uh these days on eBay. So wow. there you go. Wow cubeception. Uh Matt your pick for tri- for triforce of courage for cubes. Okay,
2: this is going to sound like actually maybe the reverse of courage mm. from what I'm about to say. You know, because you one might not associate this act with being courageous or heroic, but I think every hero needs to know when to proceed. And maybe when to be a little sneaky and hide. My pick for the Triforce of Courage. My Triforce Cube of Courage. The cardboard boxes from Metal Gear. Great pick. That great, Snake hides in. Great pick. It's a you get great in there, cube. It's a great cube. You could argue that maybe it's not fully a cube. But... Sh- 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 it's, it's a cube. It's a cube. It's a cube. Every box is a cube. Yeah. You get in there, the the soldiers or whoever, defending the shagohad, uh, don't recognize you because you're in a cube. You're in a box. Hiding. And then they might get, huh? <laughs> Maybe investigate. And then you're in trouble. Yeah. And then you start blasting. And then it's, it's all fine after that. But, I love getting in the box. It's so fun. It's such an iconic thing from those games. And I knew if I didn't pick it, somebody else was gonna. Yeah. Great choice.
1: It's it's also it it makes a a small cameo in a Death Stranding trailer.
2: Yes. That's right. And it appears with him I feel like every it's in Smash Brothers like mm-hmm. Uh, when, when snake pops up in there, he can, he's in the box, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's just like, a I don't know. Like if they make, when they eventually make this metal gear solid movie, he's going to get in a fucking box. It'd be insane if he didn't get in a box. Well, I hope so. I,
0: I hope they don't do a cop out joke of just kind of like, like snake get in the box. is like, Really? You know, what I mean, I think yeah. that's a kind of like rug pull thing they would do of like yeah. like that's not realistic so we're not going to do it. We'll just we'll, we'll we'll take the piss out of it.
2: I want the game in in the same way that like Psychomantis fucks with you in the yeah. game. I want Psychomantis to potentially kill an audience member <laughs> watching one fucking
0: movie. The game should, the, the, the film should break the fourth wall. Yeah. Like it should show like someone playing the game on a PlayStation. Yeah. Some, someone someone is playing the movie on like, that's what we're watching is someone yes. playing a game of the movie.
2: It's got, it's going it, to, it's going to be so yeah. great Credit, if they do it, yeah. if they do it right. Credits yep. roll at minute four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the Triforce
0: of Cubes, uh, Triforce of Power here. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Power. My next pick. Look, I was going to pick the GameCube. uh, Savvy, Savvy move by Heather to snipe it. So I'm going to go with my backup. What is more powerful as a force than love? I mean, really, it's what we're doing it all for, right?
1: Is that something you read or do you know that?
0: That's something I've heard. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> for the love der- motivates people connects them yeah uh, you, the, the empires have fallen because of love yeah cultures have risen because of love yep legacies endure because of the power of love and you know what one cube in particular signifies love I'm speaking of course of the weighted companion cube from the portal series
2: wow a great pick. A fantastic pick. Yeah.
0: Iconic cube. It's it's a powerful image when you have to incinerate the cube when you're forced to. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. It ha- it has a power over you as the as the user, as the player. You find this thing and it, it you feel a connection to it. You do? That's the power of love. I think you do. That's the power
1: of cubes. Wait, I thought I thought that the companion cube was a joke about how you don't feel any connection to a cube.
0: But I think as a result, you do have a connection to the cube. And I think that's – that's uh, we see that played out in people buying like plushies of the cube. People love the cube. It's an huh. instantly iconic uh, shape
1: so it's in all ir- of gaming. It's an irony on top of an irony. I think so. It's, I think it's, people do this is like, it. hey, you like things? Why don't you like this cube? And mm-hmm. and then you're like, eh, I don't give a shit about this, and then it, you throw it in an incinerator and you're like, ah, okay. But then you start to develop this meta narrative about having actually cared about the cube, so then you buy a plushie of it.
0: Could be. I also will say my initial reaction when I played through Portal for the first time is I have this cube with a hearts on It's called the Weighted Companion Cube. I'm I feel a little bit bad. Putting that in the incinerator. Does and it make I a think sound that's a lot of people's reactions. It? No.
2: It's screams.
0: <laughs> 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 no, it really is just a cube with hearts on it, but it's my pick for the Triforce of Power of cubes. It's, a, it's an excellent pick. Heather, to you.
1: All right. We were this was wisdom. Power. power. This is power. <clears throat> Nothing represents power. Quite like a power up, mm. and that's why my second uh, cube is the um, question block. But I'm specifically going to say the question blocks in Mario Kart. Wow,
2: the because item I, boxes.
1: It's, the the what? What'd you call
2: them? The like the he, they call them their the item boxes. boxes.
1: Item box. The question block. Ding. That ding. But. Yeah. The, but the Mario Kart version, because I, I, I'm i not sure that I think like in Super Mario Bros, is the cube a cube or is it a, is it a flat panel because you exist on a two dimensional space?
0: Who knows? Well, in the in the 3D Mario's, it is a I think it is a cube. And so in I think the modern a, 2D Mario's, too, yeah. you know, they have they have depth. I buy it as a 2D representation of 3D.
1: Do you guys think that they're the same item?
2: I I do. Hmm. Yes. I think for the exercise, yes. But in practice, absolutely not. Right. Because you just drive them as different. You drive your
1: car through the item box and it's effectively a ghost. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. But when you punch the question block, the item box in Mario Bros, they 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 resist you.
2: Yes.
0: I thought you were asking if the the, uh, the question block in 3D Mario's is the same as the question block in 2D Mario's. If you're asking if, if between Mario Kart and Mainline Mario's, then I would say, no, they're not the same. But they're
1: probably manufactured by the same company. Sure, because they've got the same logo, the Riddler's logo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm choosing the uh, the Mario Kart question block cube. Uh, item box, whatever you want to fucking call it, as my uh, cube of power here in Triforce of Cubes, uh, and it's the uh, it's the block which determines exclusively determines the fate of the
2: race. Yeah, because yeah, absolutely, yeah,
1: the rubber band mechanics of Mario Kart games are such that you can you can constantly gain speed on a first player, uh, the 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 person in first place is artificially slowed by the the game itself. And the people in last place are artificially sped up. There's a higher top speed on the map itself if you're in if last place. So the only control you actually have is the randomized element of the question block. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, wow. there's the blue shell, which takes out whoever's in first, though it is it, in rare occasion can be dodged. Uh, there's the banana peel, the red shell, the homing shell, the the mm-hmm. green shell, which is an untargeted random shell. You've got, uh, you know, la- latter day power-ups like the lightning bolt, which shrinks everybody. You've got a bunch of coins I think you can fucking the get. Blooper. I don't know, I remember what those do. It's mushrooms that make you go fast.
0: Yeah. You, wanna, you an, can ink it is somebody an with a blooper.
1: It is an excellent cube and one that provides you with power. That's why it is my... Cube of power in the Triforce of cubes. Matt, you're up.
2: Wow! Can I tell you what? um, Because my girlfriend doesn't play a lot of video games, but she does play Mario Kart with me sometimes. So she doesn't have a lot of language for like what certain things are in video games. So when we're playing Mario Kart, uh, when she's when she sees those blocks coming up, she's like, "Oh, good, my toys." She calls them toys. That's cute. It's really cute. I like. I
1: love personal shorthand for for game stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. I love that. It's so funny. Yeah, She's like, oh, I didn't even get any good toys, or I missed the toys. It's, it's so, it makes me laugh every time. It's great. Um, my Triforce of Power, my cube for the Triforce of Power. Maybe one of the earliest cubes in games. This is a cube that, you know, can make or break a good run. I mm. was speaking of the square piece from Tetris. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. Nobody was thinking about that, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Because you're all thinking about, you know, the L shapes. Sure. The the line, perhaps. Or the one, you know, the one that goes like that.
0: Yeah. Matt just made sort of like a lightning bolt.
2: Yeah. Motion. But the, but that square, that block, that cube comes in clutch. Sometimes it could be a detriment to a good run you know you might only have space for uh, a specific piece that you need and you're gonna have to start building further out that way but sometimes it slots right in there and it clears your you know two rows or whatever then you can keep building I love that little guy sometimes I feel like he's mostly yellow I feel like I see him as yellow a lot so the yellow cube from Tetris is my pick for the Triforce of Power Let's just say I, I'd say you get all cubes from Tetris. All of them? You think those other ones are cubes too? I know, just have cubes. The cu- no. The, I just don't want to lock you into a yellow cube because they're not always yellow. That's not all. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. the cube from Tetris depends on what platform the cube you're playing. piece there from Tetris. Yeah, because yeah, it's not yellow on Game Boy, is he? Could no, it? Could sure, it be sure argued
1: isn't. that it was a square until the Virtual Boy made it into a cube?
2: I, it could, but to that I say. <laughs> No, <laughs> only because I feel like everybody has always called them blocks. Like, like I feel like it's always been like Tetris blocks, like those things. So you, to me, a block automatically has depth, even if you can't see it. Do
1: you remember? Uh, and I'll do take remember, no further questions. Do you remember playing Tetris on the virtual
2: board? Yeah, I remember uh, being uh, physically ill doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just such a confounding
3: game.
2: Yeah, a nightmare. Yes. Just like just bad. Should not uh, exist. Um, but I'd be interested to try the Tetris effect in VR. Oh, that yeah. That seems like it yeah, could yeah, be yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Nick, let's kick it over to you. Final piece, wisdom.
0: Dictionary.com defines wisdom as scholarly knowledge or learning. And you know what I would consider a synonym for that? Intelligence. Wow, and so when I'm picking my Triforce of Wisdom of Cubes, I'm going with the Intelligent Cube from PlayStation One. This cube's so fucking smart. It's spelled with a Q, Intelligent Q U B E. This was a cool puzzle platformer uh, for the PS One. I think you can play on PSN. I, they, I think I think it's I think it's maybe available on contemporary platforms. But cool aesthetic, including really cool music, which will. Uh you know, it's it's not not the kind of music you'd typically expect from a puzzle game. Um let's go ahead and play some of this, Matt.
2: Interesting. It's
0: like the middle movement from a Shostakovich symphony. <laughs> it's just so fucking epic. I not 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 a not a great comparison, but a more contemporary game that you can kind of compare this to. It doesn't have the story or the horniness, but just in terms of kind of how it plays very v- vaguely, a uh, uh, Catherine, which we covered on the podcast, you know, like a lot like mm. the it's 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 kind of a, a it's it's lar- it's like a puzzle platformer game with a character. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 unique and cool. And it certainly fits the Triforce of wisdom of cubes. Intelligent Cube. Nice. Our final
1: uh, selection from me is it answers a question of wisdom because this is the... Uh, let's try again. I mean, you can keep what I just said, but it's clear that I was like having a mild aneurysm while I was speaking. Uh,
0: Take off the virtual boy.
1: The... Best selling system of all time demonstrates a um, strength of wisdom that few other consoles can achieve. But embedded in that system, default, without putting in a disc, are a set of cubes. On every startup screen, you would begin your journey into a PlayStation 2 game by seeing cubes. But what some players didn't realize is that those cubes changed shape and stacked atop one another based on the number of games you played and the length of time you played them. So over the course of the life of the PlayStation 2, those cubes were changing in response to you. And that is wisdom. Wow. Why don't we start? Incredible. Why don't we start the PS2 right now, right here on this show? You're just in a, a space field of like shapes and cubes and blocks. My probably my least favorite sort of sound.
2: Of all yeah, it's kinda consoles, nothing. I love it.
1: But really, really deeply nostalgic for an entire generation of gamers. Uh that is my third cube. Are the cubes on the screen of the PlayStation 2.
0: Excellent choice. I looked it up just because I was curious when you were talking about the best-selling console of all time. PlayStation 2, what you're referring to, is still number one. Switch is kind of, you know, not quite nipping at its heels, but it's coming up. And I wonder if Nintendo is not going to release a new console until Switch overtakes PlayStation 2. I wonder if they kind of have that as an internal corporate goal.
1: It's wild that, because I would think that in a time when we have so many other entertainment options. Yes, the 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 saturation point of the switch is kind of remarkable like 100%. You've got a fucking phone in your other pocket, a television showing infinity streaming services, computers, tablets, and yet the switch is still dominating.
0: Yeah. And all the things you mentioned other than the switch, you can get hentai on. You can on the switch? What? I'm just saying, like it's amazing it's succeeding despite that. Got all these platforms I can consume hentai on. I can't do it on the Switch. Still, it's
2: dominating. Why did the word consume bother me? Yeah, (laughs) what was that? (laughs) Content is consumed.
1: Say absorb.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absorb is worse. You're right. I'll allow consume. Throw a hentai manga into a gelatinous cube. (laughs) Wasn't gelatinous when it started. Um, (laughs) Oh. Okay, my wisdom pick. It's been mentioned already. Wow! So I'm just gonna get right to it. Wow! I think this type of puzzle should be a standalone game, and maybe maybe I should check out Intelligent Cube. But the cubes from Catherine. I remember when we played Catherine. Wow! Couldn't care less about any rest of it. <laughs> That puzzle aspect of that game was extremely my shit I loved that game that that part of that game confounded by the rest of it mm-hmm. but if you took that out I think it's a very smart puzzle game yeah and requires a lot of thinking a lot of like because you're like okay you're a guy hanging on a block I'd keep that part of it too why not doesn't have to don't change yes that this is this is a man in distress in his dreams or whatever that's fine But to see, to have the foresight to, you know, where to go next, to plot your next move, that requires a lot of thought. You can mess up pretty quickly in that game. And so that's why it's my pick for Wisdom. The cubes from Catherine. Do I remember what they're called? Absolutely not. I don't know if they have a name specifically. But it's sort of like a, what are you, it's like an upward, it's like a map kind of almost, where it's like you're sort of scaling up a series of different cubes. Uh, But... The cubes, nonetheless, yeah. And this is the Triforce of cubes, and that is my final selection.
0: They sure, they that that's a great pick, Matt. It's a it was a fun game we covered. We covered that in our old format with our friend Sean Diston, and it's what gave the podcast my medium-lived catchphrase, which I'll sometimes return to, and will certainly be spammed in our in our Twitch chat. Yes, edge, which is said repeatedly while you're playing Catherine, horny ass game, and you're hearing a voice command you to edge. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: And there, I mean, that was. Should we repeat our Triforces?
0: Yes. My Triforce of Courage Gelatinous Cube, Triforce of Power Weighted Companion Cube, and Triforce of Wisdom Intelligent Cube.
1: I have the Triforce of Courage Game Cube, Triforce of Power Question Block slash Item Box from Mario Kart. And the Triforce of Wisdom is the PlayStation 2 Opening Loading Screen Cube.
2: Wow. And my Triforce of courage are the cardboard boxes from the metal gear series uh triforce of power the square block from tetris and finally the cubes from the catherine puzzle portion of the game for wisdom to complete my triforce of cubes amazingly still on the board
0: cubert the cube man himself yeah that's right no one picked cubert He's he's hopping all over cubes, he's changing their colors. I just figured he was out of commission because he started a family with uh jo- with Josh Gad. He's really busy <laughs> with his loving marriage to Josh Fucked Gad. In the, nose at the hole. end of pixels. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, that was that was the triforce of cubes. That's right. Uh I not to give ourselves praise, but I thought that was a fucking home run.
2: I thought it was a fucking blast. That's I great. loved it. And I loved being oh, really surprised. <laughs> a lot of a lot of my picks got picked, you know? Yeah. But there's no reason we couldn't do a part two of this. Yeah, we'll do a part two for sure. Oh
0: my god. Hey, speaking of cubes, it's time for a different War. sort of cube. The
2: question block. Ding! All right. I'm gonna kick this off with a voicemail. Wow. And if you're a fucking podhead, Like the rest of us, you might know who this is. Hey, guys. Chef Kevin here. I'm a big fan of the show, and I listen every Sunday night when it drops. It's a lot of fun listening to the pod right when it comes out, uh, which made me wonder about your experiences playing a video game the night it drops. Uh, Last year, I had a lot of fun playing the new God of War when it came out. And on the other side, I remember playing uh, the new of Knights game and thinking I really need to start being a lot more careful with my money. Uh, Thanks so much. And Matt, if you listen to this and just want to text me instead, uh, hey, dude, just because we're friends doesn't mean I'm going to play your stupid voicemail. I totally understand. Thanks, gang. Wow. Wow.
1: wow that
0: that reminded me that I have
1: God of War and I have not opened it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God, yeah, that's a bad feeling. That's a bad adult feeling. I have the money to buy this game and I don't have the money to play it.
1: I got I mean, I I got yeah, I got it for free, so I don't feel that bad. Um, but I, yeah. but I also feel bad because I'm like, fuck, I really like Vikings as a setting. Sure. I really should put it in. I should it's, put it in, uh, in uh, May 1st. Okay.
0: Yep. There you go. Yeah. J- just until you'll have 11 days to play through it before, uh, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. <laughs> so that'll be great. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he, here's, here's a question Hit. for. <laughs> There you go. Ooh. Here's a question for everyone. What do you like better, Viking or Cowboy? Viking. Uh, Fucking
1: Viking right away, man. Viking.
2: That's really tough because that's older than Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy is like closer to space than it is old if you sure. think about it in ter- those terms. Yeah, you do like space more than old. Yes, but But you also like the ocean. I, I love the ocean. And Vikings they're all over that motherfucker. Yeah. But I think I got to, I feel like there's a lot of Viking stuff in games and there's less cowboy. So I think I got to go cowboy. Cause every time I'm do, doing cowboy stuff, I'm like, this rocks. This is so fun. It's cowboy for me. Uh, I think a lot of it is that just,
0: you know, I'm, like Matt, I I grew up in Southern California, so in proximity to a lot of the that's right desert landscapes that are depicted in the Old West, and so a lot of that, yeah, I've I've been to a lot of ghost towns and sort of old uh, cowboy shootout spots and saloons, and uh, so I have a, a, a lot of affinity for that. Yeah, and you were there too, so all right, <laughs> but it was uh, but uh, Vikings are cool. Vikings are very cool. I just kind of like I also like horses and guns. I think more than boats and. Uh, you know, pole arms or whatever the fuck they were using.
1: So can I can I say uh something pot- uh, potentially too woke for our for our podcast?
2: Sure, oh, you better be careful because I don't you don't set me off. <laughs> the are As
1: much as I I love the Studios. food, mm-hmm. the genre has started to make me extremely uncomfortable because I I'm I'm basically watching genocide from the point of view of the Nazis. Yeah, in a way, sure. like it's not. It's really hard for me to divorce and romanticize. Whereas, like the Vikings are just as violent and horrible, yeah. But they're also, but they're also farmers. Except there's, there's just like a, a it feels like when the Vikings existed, everybody everywhere was going around conquering and and killing everybody, and like oh, it's yeah. the church versus the like everybody everywhere is just like and in like constantly yeah. annihilating each other.
0: Yeah, the 19th by the 19th century war had pretty much been abolished.
2: <laughs> Sp- well, okay. Well, not, like in cowboy times, I mean cowboys, I, I think I know what Heather's saying. Like it, it, by the time you get to cowboy times, everyone else is sort of like, hey, we're not doing that. And cowboys are like, fuck that. We're going to fucking kill everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's very, it's like, a, it's, it's emblematic of like a, yeah. a, like a wave of genocide that like goes across the country. And oh, yeah. cool. San Francisco in old times is neat sure. to look at. And I, and I do like looking at it. Like it's neat. But I think just, emotionally it's easier for me to enjoy enjoy Viking stuff. And I understand also that it Viking stuff is being co-opted by like white nationalists. Yeah. So yeah. it's really, there's no, yeah. there's no fun.
2: No, there's the fun.
1: No.
2: And I want, you know, it's I just tough want, to I know, want know that. Fun. Yeah. Just, just, just forget about all that stuff. Yeah. That's right. what makes it's, it's, you know, <laughs> if you, you, if you don't succumb to the woke mind virus, everything can be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> um how about we read some? Wait, wait, we didn't. I, I didn't get yeah. response. Oh, yeah. We didn't respond to the question. Oh, yeah. Which was, oh, sorry, yeah,
0: Chef Kevin. Games uh. that were times we played a game when it just came out. For me, I'm really, really glad we all played Elden Ring as soon as it came out. Yes, because a lot of times, look, if you gaming is an extraordinarily expensive hobby especially if you're playing things new upon release. And one way you can make it budget-friendly is just fucking wait for Red Dead Redemption 2 to go on Steam sale for $19, yes. you know, five years after it releases. But you can do that with You can play You can game on a budget if you're willing to be a few uh, a few years behind or even a generation behind. Mm-hmm. You can you, this very more expensive hobby, this extremely expensive hobby. You can make a lot more palatable to your wallet. But it is really fun to be engaged in the zeitgeist when something that's huge and is making a, a a massive cultural impact is on the scene, and so I still like like a game like Elden Ring is like this is so big I have to play this right away, and and you know Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom when that releases on May 12th I'm going to be playing that immediately yes because I want to be part of that conversation and be able to absorb all the memes or whatever. So I say generally. Yes, I, I I I these days I reserve it for just absolutely massive titles. Mhm. Back in the day, I do remember getting Final Fantasy 8 at launch and playing the shit out of that right away because Final Fantasy I, I played the I played previous Final Fantasy entries, but Final Fantasy 8 was the first one I was like day one on, and because uh, you know Final Fantasy 7, I like I bought a PlayStation to play, uh, so it was a little bit after it released. Final Fantasy 8, I was like this is coming out. I think it came out the same day as the Dreamcast. Does that sound correct, Heather? I think that was Probably, that yeah. was Sony's counter programming to the Dreamcast launch, um, and a uh, very successful and uh, very successfully, so and uh, and yeah, I just played the shit out of that immediately and had the time of my fucking life.
2: I I remember because we did because we did, the way we did this on the show we did um, we covered Left Behind, uh, The Last of Us DLC right before um, The Last of Us Two dropped, and I hadn't finished the original The Last of Us. Yes, so I played through that, played through Left Behind, and I think we recorded the left behind episode on like Last of Us 2 Eve basically and uh i was able to just go straight into the Last of Us 2 from recording basically yeah and i remember being like this feels so good this is like i, I was just uh you know also the pandemic had started so it was just like it was just like a fucking like um just dark time in general sure. so i was already wallowing in that um but that that felt really good like just to be in on that and like play through that pretty quickly and also like I buy a lot of physical games now in uh but like when Animal Crossing came out similar time that's a great that's a great one I was great so game happy game. to be playing Animal Crossing as it was brand new yeah. with everybody else in my friend group and people that I wasn't even that close with like just playing Animal Crossing together was was great was was a perfect thing to be doing and I I, I loved doing that Non gamers that I like
0: kind of knew, yeah. I was like visiting their islands and like they were playing and they had the you know playing
2: the shit out yeah. of this game. That was a yeah. great moment. Uh, Heather, do you have one? Did you say one?
1: I have nostalgic for those times, or yeah. I have nostalgia for those times already. It was three it's years a stra- ago, strange, strange time. Yeah, uh, there's so many games I've played on drop. Um, Last of Us Part Two, uh, naturally. Uh, I think I played Sonic 2 the day it came out, which was fucking magical. Um, Elden Ring, as we said, but like, I've, I've even played like Grand Theft Auto games, which I'm not like a big Grand Theft Auto person, but it feels like if you're going to play Grand Theft Auto, you have to play it the day it comes out so that you're like sure on the ride with everybody else. Um,
0: Vice City and San Andreas in particular, because like three, I feel like there was kind of a slow burn of people like, Have you played you played this game? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. so there was so much hype for Vice City and, and San Andreas when those came out that yeah, you kind of wanted to be playing those at launch.
1: Yeah. Um I, I feel like there's there's been a there's been a ton. I know I played The Last of Us Part One the day it was released, because I was fucking looking forward to that game for forever. And I know I will play Factions the day it is released. God, I hope that game breaks my the chokehold that Fortnite has on my multiplayer fun. Oh, I would love to walk away. Can't walk away. <laughs> um, those are the ones that come to mind.
2: The ones that, like, I feel like there wasn't to the other side of Kevin's question. Um, oh, Final
1: Fantasy 15. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't purchased a game in a while where i was like oh, i kind of wish i didn't buy this except for uh sonic frontiers but i didn't buy that at launch how dare you um but usually i'm pretty i'm I'm, I'm pretty selective i feel like I, when i buy something i know that i'm probably going to enjoy it anyway mm-hmm. um but yeah i haven't i haven't had the the other side of that coin in a long time uh Let's get another question. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Chef Kevin. Thanks, Chef Kevin. Thanks for listening, buddy. Thank yeah. you, Chef Kevin. Uh, I'll text him later.
0: Uh, <laughs> we cut your voicemail from the show. Yeah, we're
2: going to. Yeah, hey, sorry, buddy. just didn't make it. Uh, too fruitful of a conversation. <laughs> um, this one's from Horse Gam on our Discord. What's the best bread to go with soup? Any soup of your choice? This is a great question.
0: I've been buying a lot of fresh loaves lately. Mm-hmm. Could go to Bub and Grandma's, the bakery. At they'll have like a little outlet at the farmers market. Um, shout to Tyler, uh, and I will. I find that that I'll, I'll go a little bit. I'll, I'll go a little, Do a little bit of a swerve here. I think what's a lot of fun to have with soup is some croutons. Throw some croutons in there. And what I did with some, some you know, like kind of get it in stale uh, fresh loaf I got is I, I cut it up into cubes, as is the topic of the day. Tossed it with some olive oil and some garlic salt. Baked it in the oven for a little bit. That was a great fucking soup companion. Mm. So, yeah, I think croutons is a great choice. That's that's excellent. Throw some croutons in there.
2: I, I But I, lo- but I, I think
0: yeah. the question is more about sopping sop bread, Well, which I'll think on.
1: I've been doing something lately which has transformed my soup game, which is making full garlic bread every time I have soup.
2: This wow. This is alpha as hell. The fact that you even have a soup game is like, is incredible information. I love, now I love soup.
1: I love soup and I love stew. And I was <laughs> like, <clears throat> one day I was like having a tomato soup and I was like, man, I really want something to eat with it. And typically you go with grilled cheese with a tomato soup. But instead I made garlic bread, scratch garlic bread, French bread cut in half. Put in the toaster, butter, and, 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 and fresh garlic, right? And I have one of those, not toaster like vertical toaster, a horizontal toaster. Yeah. And then I was like, I bet this would be pretty good with a chicken noodle soup. Mm. And I, ha- I made garlic bread with a chicken noodle soup. And sure enough, fucking, oh, yeah. incredible. That might be the I best yet answer. have to a find answer. a soup that isn't elevated by a big, crunchy, hot, garlic bread side
2: yeah that's that's so good that's that's an incredible answer I was gonna say I'm sort of like I'm like a I'm pretty basic when it comes to bread but like I love sourdough sourdough is my favorite I love sourdough so much I'm Mm -hmm. dipping that sucker in anything you put in front of me I'm dipping it I love it maybe not anything you know not like applesauce or like something sweet sure but uh and when it comes to soups if I got some sourdough bread Going straight in there—that's that's a home run to me. Such a good soup bread, they make a fucking bowl out of it. That's right, it's
0: sturdy. Yeah, to give a more bready answer, I will say that you know, not that they necessarily are known for their soups, although they have some decent soups on their menu, but as a sopan bread. That brown bread you get from Cheesecake Factory. Oh. You get yourself a little, little cup of soup, and you got some of that bread on the table, that uh, hot and fresh, to I soak love, it up.
2: I love the Cheesecake Factory.
0: It's so fucking good. Matt, if you ever want to go after a cord,
2: Yeah, I'm 100%, 100% down. <laughs> yeah, we should go to the Cheesecake Factory.
0: Heather, do you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory after a cord someday? Sure. Jordan, you can sounds, come, too.
2: That sounds right, like a nightmare.
0: Jordan's nodding. I'm in. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm getting a fucking... Herb crusted Parmesan chicken over there, call yeah. it call it a day. Yeah. Get
0: a fucking eighteen hundred
2: calorie salad. <laughs> I'm there a lot. Um here's a here's an interesting question from uh Crest Sphinx from the Discord. What was your first job in California? Now Nick and I from California, so our first jobs would be from here. Yes. I've never lived anywhere
0: else. Yeah. But L- I've lived in the same county my entire life. Yeah.
1: My first job in California is probably grocery delivery girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, I worked for yummy.com before they provided you with a car and I drove my own car and I delivered groceries before smartphones. uh, And so I had to use a paper map to get around Los Angeles. I had to pre-plan my route. Wild. And, and, and going up to the Hills, to deliver groceries to to rich people in the hills with a paper map, finding like Wonder Vista, Yellow Sun Drive, like f- fucking like finding that shit, like Pacific Pacific View, getting getting the groceries to those people's homes and then being tipped, sometimes negative sense, uh was um defining, uh defining moments in my in my young life. So grocery delivery girl. And I also transcribed reality TV for uh, China, as I think I've mentioned on this podcast before.
0: One one thing, and this speaks to your character, Either you have you have paid it forward to on the, the sense of now when you get delivery, I know you're an extra generous tipper.
1: Holy shit. I make everybody I, I would like to believe because I ha, having come from yummy and now ordering yummy. uh, I, I. I tip them the way that I wish that I had been tipped. And I'd like to imagine, because when I worked there, you had a sense of like, which houses tipped okay. And you generally sort of stagger those out with your fellow drivers so that, you know, you wouldn't always be the one going to the place that tipped 10 bucks. Right. So I'd like to believe that I've created fights at Yummy. I'd like to think that, (laughs) like the Joker throwing out money in the parade, who do you trust? Money, money, money. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Who do you trust that, that I'm creating chaos in Gotham City?
0: <laughs> Man, the 80s were a horrible time for, you know, like society and for the economy and to really sort of set the table for the bifurcation of wealth in this country and the empowerment of corporations. But movies com- like they were mainstream entertainments like Robocop and the Tim Burton Batman that explicitly commented on that. That's that still like hold up to this day. Yeah. Great era for for, for movies. I'm giving
1: away free money. (laughs) 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 And where is the Batman? (laughs) He's at home! Washing his tights. (laughs) (laughs) That
2: makes me want to put it on. It's so good. It's fucking great. Nick, what was your first job? Like I worked so I worked at
0: I worked at a bookstore. Okay. And I stock shelves. And I also worked in the warehouse as part of that, an Mm -hmm. offsite warehouse where there would be like, you know, like boxes you were unloading or crates you were loading uh, around a lot of pallets. Um, And uh, I will say that. It was not a customer service job. It was primarily like just hey, take these books and put them on these shelves. And it was one of those first. It was my the my first like you know time to there's you got time to lean, you got time to clean, sort of like that dehumanizing aspect of it. Because there were times where it's like there aren't any books to stock. And they'd be like, all right, go straighten up the shelves. There's like mm. so I'm to go around and like fucking make sure all the books line up on the shelf. This is annoying as hell. Uh, that said, the the sheer monotony of it. It, it was like something I was like, I think I could probably just do this forever. I would have no trouble just kind of like just having this be it. I just go yeah. in and I stock. I put books on shelves and I make sure they're in the right order. And I will say that the the times I could have human contact, which would be like a customer comes up to me. And it was just like, excuse me, uh, where can I find a book on art history? I would like relish those moments. Sure. Be like, oh, I've got I've just been like doing this task. Also, Heather was talking about before. Smartphones, in this sense, and I think this is true, as obviously due for a lot of customer service jobs. You can't have headphones in, but it's a lot easier these days to have, like you know, I could sneak in one uh, earbud mm-hmm. and have something playing in my head. You can do that there. You're just alone with your thoughts, so that made the time go slower. But when when I have those moments of of customer interaction, I could be like, "Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll go show you the art history books. Here they go. I'll walk with you." Yeah, here and they're you. like,
2: uh, "No thanks." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell me.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I worked at a grocery store. I worked at Albertsons out here. That was my first job ever. I got that right out of high school and was there for a few years. And they wanted to promote me so bad, but I was like. Never around because I would always be like be doing like improv shows or something. And they were like, well, we want to promote you, but you can't (laughs) we can't (laughs) you're just like you barely work enough for us to keep you here. Uh, But they were I I loved working there. And uh, and during the pandemic, I had like survivor's guilt kind of like, uh, like when I would go to grocery stores and I would just be like so like. Like, I'll, I always bag my own stuff anyway yeah because uh, I'm just always like I got this like I, I can do it I'm just standing here it's it sucks to see one person like really hustling you know when it's super busy uh but I uh yeah I I'm always I'm taking my cart back I'll grab another cart if I see a cart like I just I hate uh poor etiquette at a grocery store so much it it, it drives me insane I love putting carts back me too I did, yeah. 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 I did it for hours and hours, <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes, and like that, that was a part of the day where I could put a headphone in. Mm, that's nice. And and uh, if the manager saw, if Manny saw me doing that, he'd tell me to take it out. <laughs> was your manager named Manny? He was. Fuck, it's yeah. a good manager. Pretty name. cool. Um, last one. I think this is an interesting question. This one's from way, way, way. What's your favorite thing to fall asleep to? Dead dead silence and pitch blackness. Yeah. Cause I know you have sleeping like issues. Yeah. I need,
0: I need to, I want to, I want it to be tomb quiet. Mm -hmm. I want to feel like I'm in a coffin. I want, I want that Dracula sleep. Yeah. I like, I, I don't, you know, there's no, there's no TV in our bedroom. There's no like, I don't know, white noise on anything. Yeah. Uh, The, the, all the lights are off. All the shades are pulled. It's as dark as possible. If I'm in a hotel, I'm using them blackout curtains. Yeah. I just, I just want, I just want dark and quiet.
2: I used to I used to have a TV in my room and I would yeah. like always put on like the Simpsons or like Seinfeld. And then I would have a hard time getting to sleep because I'm laughing my fucking ass. Off. I'm just, I mean, if there's something on a screen, I'm just riveted. <laughs> I'm just laughing. But yeah. now it's like I'll play a little bit of something in bed or like I'll um, be reading. And then I just have a very clear like shutdown mode mm. where I just put everything away and then just like sit like sit there with my eyes closed until I'm asleep. And I just I make it happen.
1: Yeah, I listen to um, ocean sounds mm-hmm. on a HomePod.
2: Oh, which that's is
1: cool. just a, a sort of fluctuating white noise that sounds like an ocean wave hitting a, a beach. That's it, yeah. like just a shh, sh- like that, just over and over again. Uh, that's my that's my sleep. I. I go to bed extremely early because I wake up extremely early,
3: yeah, uh right and
1: right. um <laughs> try not to look at my phone for the last hour and a half before I go to bed. Mhm, <sighs> sometimes read a book, sometimes do a crossword puzzle, and then uh go to sleep with an ocean sound.
2: you ever switch it to Titanic mode just to hear something else?
1: Well, I saw recently on Twitter somebody being like, I'm never listening to youtube uh sleep sounds ever again because they'd <clears throat> cut to six hours or five hours into relaxing city rain uh like it like the audio and then in the background of the city you hear oh no no god no oh, bang
0: bang Christ.
1: bang 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 ah oh god and then you hear like a car crash <laughs> wow and I was like, that is a sinister prank.
3: Because nobody's quite gonna rude. know
1: it exists until you've listened to like four or five hours of rain sounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's cruel.
1: It's pretty cruel. Yeah. But yeah, Titanic that that was what the Titanic joke slash question. It was
0: a uh, joke.
2: <laughs> Great. It's fair to call it a joke, I think. Yeah. That's fair. Nobody has to laugh at a joke for it to be a joke. You know what I mean? (laughs) True. you (laughs) You know, I think I
0: might start falling asleep, too. All right, Barack, let's go ahead and put Red Shell in (laughs) A-tier. Of course you'd like Red Shell in A-tier, Sleepy Joe.
2: Honestly, the way culture is right now, if that's not a fucking TV show by the end of this year, I'll be livid.
0: Three AI presidents arguing (laughs) over video games. More entertaining than this show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amazing.
0: Hey, that's this week's Get Played. Listen to, links to our social media are in the episode description. Shout out to uh, Jordan Duffy, Jordan K. Duffy on Instagram, who does our engineering. Check out our paywalled show, Get Animated as well. Uh, Heather, we're watching Blue Lock still.
1: We're on episode seven and eight of Blue Lock. It is a fantastic show. If you like anime, uh, watch along. If you don't like anime, it's still a pretty good time. So uh, check out us out on Patreon.com getplayed Get Played or about a month later on Stitcher Premium as we discuss Blue Lock uh, and all the other anime that's fit to anime.
0: Creed 3 director star Michael B. Jordan has endorsed Blue Lock. Described okay, it in an interview with Polygon as dope as fuck.
2: Yeah, so... Great anime. Right. In a in a way, he's endorsed our podcast. I think that's fair to say. I think it's I like he's sort of, he's saying that that's good too. He said it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Guys. <laughs> I... I want to say I was wrong.
2: Wow. Wow. That's big.
1: The Triforce of Cubes was a good time. I I'm blast. the one who got played.
0: <laughs> this week. Wow. wow.